Happy New Year, guys. New Energized Show. First one of the new year. Barry, how are you feeling? Ross, we're back. It's a big year for ourselves. It is a big year for ourselves. There's absolutely loads going on at the start yeah. of this year. Loads of energized content to come out of us. And I'm actually really looking forward to it. You? Yeah, like, we've been getting ready for the last while. Uh, we're now officially on Spotify. We are indeed. So if you are on Spotify, make sure to follow the lads like you do on the gram. Yeah. And then uh, I think we finally sorted out the situation with the YouTube, with the camera, with everything. Thanks to Jay. Yeah, thanks to Jay of Voicon. What a legend. Yeah, so um, we're finally back. Um, if you are new to the show, make sure to subscribe as well because uh, there's big, big things coming. Um, myself and Ross thought that we would actually go over a 2020 vision for the next couple of months because uh, big things are coming up. Um, we're both actually really excited. Um, I'm I'm actually pretty excited, like somewhat nervous because I'm like, right, I think this is like the year we actually get things done. Yeah, well, you know, 2020, I think it's a fresh start. Uh, I didn't realize how many people how uh, how many people were dedicated to the last decade. I've never heard the word decade yeah. used so much in the last few weeks as I did. There was like, it was almost like everyone got to do all the sports people got to do like two polls. It was like team of the season and team of the decade, yeah. and then it was like fight of the sea or fight of the year and fight of the decade, and then it was like best fighter of the year and best fighter of the decade. I was like Jesus. I was like. I didn't realize everything had to be so like numerical after ten years. It was like, right, we have to review the last ten years of your life. Yeah, it, it was mad, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lot of content to make, wasn't it? Was it? A lot, a lot of content. A lot to of make. content. Great for people like the UFC who can go. They actually went like year by year and did like a video on what happened in each year, which I actually thought was really, really cool. Um, yeah. But there was there was a lot of things, and there was a lot of. Uh, I, I don't know if, if you saw them, but do you see any of the, like the Premier League teams of the decade? Uh, yeah, but I saw a lot of people making them, and then there was just so many different players in there, and yeah, so it's impossible. It's almost impossible to judge something over the last ten years. You know oh, I mean? it's it's extremely extremely hard. But I saw some people putting in like Frank Lampard, and I was like, I think you were tired in like two thousand thirteen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you're like, like, that, yeah. It's like the last ten years now. Yeah, it's it's mad. It's it's such a weird way, like going into twenty twenty. It's like such a weird, like it's almost like a reset button in a way. Do you see it like that? Mm. Yeah, I think fresh start for everyone. I think. Uh, you yeah. get the opportunity to sort of start afresh at the start of I think every new year I think that's why people say you know new year new me um, yeah but like it, a lot of people are just saying that to say it though as well like I don't know if people actually believe in this or they're like oh fuck I need some content out now quick look you know? I think uh, you know, I think you have to start something somewhere if, if that makes sense I think the new year is probably always a nice time to start something because you feel like you start with a blank canvas. Like a lot of people yeah. say, that I'm going to start going to the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like probably by the end of January, they've stopped going to the gym. But there are the few who do follow through with their New Year's resolutions. Okay, I so, well, like, I'm a really, I really am a person that is like, right, I'll, at the turn of the year, I'm going to change shit. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I, like, you know what I mean? I'm one of them people that will like put things off the last minute and then you're like, right, I have to do it now or else like, it's not going to happen. Although like, with New Year's resolutions, I think like a few years ago, I was more like, yeah, on that stuff. But like, now it's sort of, it's sort of like, it's not like a New Year resolution. You sort of have to like, really focus in now and things are more important now, especially as we get older, you know? Yeah, well, I think yes, it, in our game, which is sort of, you know, the podcast, social media, Instagram, you have to be on the ball. You have to yeah. be like with it. You can't be 
falling behind the times and you can't be yeah. a follower you have to be a content creator you can't just yeah. do what everyone else does i know that's the thing it's just me and you were on the show here and it's like it's like not like poor me but like it's hard to like stay on top of things all the time and constantly come up with new things like sometimes at night you're like oh shit do i have something sorted for the morning and all that stuff you yeah know? especially sometimes you're competing against an actual company as well. yeah like you're we're competing against like sky sports and you know joe.e and all these uh companies that have like millions pumped in behind yeah. you know what i mean millions but like we're just two humble lads from the north side of dublin doing our best yeah you know what i mean yeah i know it's funny that's that's why i'm like right it was sort of good like as the year was winding down 2019 myself and ross we were like we're, we're like right we really need to sort out the content we want to do longer videos because the shorter videos we weren't really enjoying them as much and then certain people wouldn't really be interested in certain topics you know what i mean whereas they probably they enjoy the longer format like more so on spotify make sure to subscribe and uh, like on itunes and then now even we're bringing you the long form on YouTube and then we're going to cut down some of the videos as well and make them like a shorter ones as well on YouTube. But um, now it's like, like that break now. We've now, <laughs> Ross calls me today. He's like, I've sorted out the Spotify problem. And we're like, right, grand. So like, <laughs> Well, it's, it's nice to like sort of tick the boxes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that was, it, yeah. it's important to put on every platform. I actually downloaded TikTok there the other day and I was like, right, should I go on TikTok or not? And I was like, I think it's full of like 15 year old kids, but uh, like, I sort of need to see the hype on it. I need to be like, yeah. what it's about? Because I saw a screenshot of like a 16 year old girl's phone on a, six shot, a screenshot of an 18 year old girl's phone. And like, it's like the 16 year olds like love TikTok. It's like the new social media app, but like an 18 year old is like sit on Instagram and like barely on TikTok. Yeah. You see, I, I think in our situation, we're more looking to the older people who actually have the money to invest in us. Yeah, true. Rather, rather than, like, 10-year-olds to invest in their lunch money in us, you know? Oh, I know, yeah. I know. Like, uh, I, I, I just sort of looked at TikTok and went, everyone's on that, but it seems to me like, it's the new Vine is the way I describe it. Yeah. It's like yeah. short, like, 10-second videos. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how that, 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 that app comes. Also, I'm pretty sure that app's owned by China. Is it, yeah? Yeah, which makes oh, you feel actually, like yeah. it's somewhat corrupt or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, in fairness, the Chinese government, like, tell you, you can only have so many kids, you know what I mean? I yeah, like, true, like, yeah. They're not, like... That, <laughs> that doesn't sound corrupt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, here, look. In fairness, like, it's not like the Irish government isn't corrupt either. If it was an Irish app, yeah. it was probably corrupt as well. Although, the, the Chinese in Ireland, they're, they're the only place where, like, you can haggle them, you know? You can't really walk into, like, Brown Thomas and be like, nah, give us that bag for 1400 not like <laughs> you know, they'd well, be like, they'd like to, get out when you're going to order a three and one you hang up the price <laughs> yeah yeah it's like I'll, I'll give you the price give me the price for a three and one for a four and one <laughs> yeah please i'm free i'm free prong crackers but um yeah no i'm just like really looking forward to this year like um like over the last while myself and ross have really like things have changed now we're like really like re-energized to get going again like re- like we're like right a few things coming up over the next while um like Ross is now killing it in work. I'm like, you know, still freelancing and I'm like, I'm trying to get something sorted out full time because it's like, it's like, it's a weird situation because I'm doing freelance work now at the moment in the radio. So I'm sort of like, like I'm so close to being in the, like the officially in the industry. But like, if I got a full time job somewhere else, say if it was something like banking or admin somewhere else, I feel like I'm taking a step back from where I want to go eventually, mm-hmm. you know? 
it's like a really really like tough situation to do it but like i need more money so it's like i don't know what the right call is uh but like money talks yeah. really you know or maybe we should like sit down together and have a look at your linkedin or something like that and just like see if there's like more of a creative role yeah. you can go for you know what i mean yeah but we're even looking at prices and housing in dublin these days it's just uh it's so expensive oh, it's crazy yeah but Man. like like I, d- I don't know how i'm gonna like afford to not live in the the penthouse of ballymun like <laughs> ah we'll figure it out for you we'll figure it out yeah yeah it's uh, i'm sure everyone else is on the same boat but um yeah that's why like now i'm just really dedicated to getting this sorted out and then sorting out everything the, else oh, in fairness, I, I think i looked at 2019 and there was like a whole lot of negativity towards 2019 there was like the fai were corrupt um yeah like there was like your man prince andrew was a pedophile there was like more homeless people in ireland than ever uh the there's more people on sick beds and hospitals than ever yeah and i was just like oh rte were going bankrupt and i was like i uh, surely 2020 can't be as bad as 2019 so like new year new ireland you know what i mean yeah wipe the wipe the slate clean i, I like i sort of think so and it's not gonna get better if everyone's sitting there thinking about it pessimistically you know what i mean I think you have to have a positive outlook to actually make a change. Yeah, I know, yeah. Although, it's, it's, it t- things are just going through a really strange time now in the whole country, or even the world. Like, they're sort of mm. like, they t- like, Love Island's come back next week, and people are like, mm. you know what, for getting on Love Island, I could sort things out. It's just such a, like, it's like you're living in a dream world. Not just yeah. Love Island, but sort of like, if I win the lotto, everything would be grand. It's like, yeah, good luck with that, you know? I play the lotto every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually never play it. Never play it unless like, only the Euro Millions. Because like, I couldn't be arsed with four million. And be like, oh, I actually have to work in Dublin because like that's actually not enough. As opposed to with the Euro yeah. Millions, you're like, ha, yeah, that's what's boring. But uh, yeah, prices and all going up as well. So they are. But at the end of the day, like that's just where we live, and you know, I mean, yeah, we can't really affect that. Maybe Paddy Hulon will, will change all that. Yeah, hopefully Paddy Hulon will change all that, yeah. Yeah, Paddy Hulon for, uh, for T-Shock. <laughs> Paddy Hulon for T-Shock, yeah. <laughs> why not? Well, like, uh, why not? Like, I mean, who else are you going to vote for? Not Leo Varadkar, anyway. <laughs> I don't I know do why, know. but you know he went, like, swimming on Christmas Day, and, like, <laughs> that was, like, a headline in one of the papers. I was like, why is him going swimming, like, the headline? I don't know, maybe, they, maybe he was, like, looking good or something. He wasn't. <laughs> oh, <coughs> sorry. I'm still cold. I still have a call from the Christmas stuff. Uh, how how did your Christmas go, Ross? It was obviously TL's first Christmas. Yeah, it was actually really really good. Uh, dressing up a little Santa suit for one of the days that was quite nice. Yeah. And then on Christmas Day he was wearing sort of a Peaky Blinders outfit. Uh, oh, actually, he, I saw that. Yeah, that was he, good. He was well dressed. He, he had a good time. Um, didn't give out. He, he's actually getting so big now. He's what six months old. Uh, yesterday, yeah. and he has eight teeth already. So like, you know what I mean, he wrote the first uh, chapter in his autobiography as well. So he's doing all right. He's doing all right. That's good, dear. Yeah. Yeah. In fairness, he's terrible at sleeping though. Terrible. Terrible at sleeping. Yeah. Like, it's, it's see, he, he like you put him down, you have him sleeping in your arms, and you put him down in his bed, and then he wakes up straight away. He's like. As soon as he touches the bed, he's like, right, I'm back awake. And then sometimes you'll sleep with him in your arms. And the next thing you know, you'll be asleep. And all you'll see is, and you'll start like putting his hand in your face. You're like, <laughs> wake oh, up. Thanks very much. Wake up. Yeah, but. Change my nap. I wouldn't change him for anything. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's like, 
It's funny to have someone's like so dependent on you, as in they can't do anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But uh, no, he, it's weird because like as he gets older, like each week, like he develops more and like he can pick his own bottle now and that sort of thing. So like next thing you know, we drive him around after a few points. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Is there anything like uh, you are planning on doing for this year, twenty twenty? I feel like it's such a like a, like iconic year or something. Yeah, I think I actually think it is. I think it's something about. There's something about it. There is there is a feel of fresh start to it. Yeah, but like um, it, like it, it it even looks fresher. Like I was writing the date and I was like twenty twenty. I was like Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it. There is. Although the, you know what I was actually reading today, you have to be very careful when you're signing contracts this year because you can't write like. 18th to 9 20 because someone could write something after that now if that makes sense okay so you have to write 2020 oh, okay it's actually quite important so if you are signing the contracts make sure you write 2020 on it uh also um i'm Why? gonna do helen back this year in june you're more than welcome to join me barry if you want yeah uh, uh, think, for people who don't know where helen back is do you want to explain it uh i think it's like a 13 kilometer run but also like you go like you sort of climb up over stuff you like you jump into water you're in a bog land and I think you can get like electrocuted at some point. Um, <laughs> probably do it for charity at some stage, I think. I just don't know what charity will do it for. Um, also, I turned 30 this year. So, like, my goal for this year, and like, I actually really will stick to it. I know I will, is I want to be fitter at 30 than I was at 20. So, I think like that's quite feasible. What about yourself, Barry? Any goals and don't say head back now they'll just voyage it to be fitter on your birthday than you no I'm not joking I, I don't know I was like I was just sitting there and I was just like here I need to sort my fucking life out but I'm sure like I do that every fucking year but uh I don't know like I like I do feel it really feel like this is like all the hard work we've done over the last mm. few years this is the year where it's gonna transition um I think I actually vaguely remember you saying last year we'll be on TV for doing this last year but like the RT didn't have the budget supposedly yeah yeah but um, they're paying Ryan Torberty too much. No, I, I just I just believe that hard work and perseverance and dedication. It it's good. It has to work, or else like. What's you know, the, the point? might put us on this year because they they can get us on for free. They can get us on <laughs> for free. No, but that's the thing. They're not going to be able to get us on for free because after we do end up doing Foycon and stuff, um, yeah, I, they're going to pay for us. Yeah, like yeah, it, but they don't have to pay us playing Ryan Torberty money. No, they don't. No, but like this is going to be. I think this is actually literally the year where things are all going to work out. I, I think I realized how broke RT were when uh, I was watching Late Late Show and this kid was on. They were like, and here's your granny. And I was like, what? Uh, I was like, I thought they were going to be like, here's Ed Sheeran. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Look, I'm excited for this year. I, I think there's really big things coming. I think. Do you actually believe that, though? Yeah, yeah, I really do. I think our year is like action packed. Well, the, the first third is anyway. We have yeah. uh, obviously the Conor McGregor fights coming up. Then we have FICON, Six Nations, Bellator, Dublin. I just think like that little section, January and February, really, really busy, really, yeah. really excited for. It. And sure, look, I, I really do feel like the world is our oyster this year. Um, one thing I think I'd like for us is maybe. If we did a bit more um, talking to the camera on Instagram this year, I think that needs to be more daily, and just for people to like feel like 
they're staying in contact with us as people as you. well as just the content i get you i know you're mad for doing that but like to be honest that's not really my forte you know what i mean i'm more the person like coming up with the stuff to put on rather than being like mm. all right what's up uh all right see you there <laughs> yeah and maybe maybe i, I know we used to a few uh question <laughs> answers but i think maybe might do one of them again every so often but like i think only answer like four questions because you don't want to be that person who's just like clogging up the newsfeed yeah that's what i feel like there is a lot of clogging up the newsfeed <clears throat> by loads of people but i i feel like sometimes people like watching the q a's oh, i get people. you yeah yeah they would they yeah they like to put the face to the image you know what i mean yeah definitely yeah yeah it's more like if it's just if you're just putting up stupid po- like nonsense then you're almost better off you're losing credibility rather than actually gaining loyalty absolutely is it like putting up a picture of a pancake being like do you like pancakes yes or no it's like yeah everyone likes pancakes yeah, you know I, I mean? yeah but may, maybe last year was more like i feel like 2020 is going to be the year of people like creatives actually yeah get, get an extra step in the game of like uh people like more people marketing are going to be like right i'm going to go to these lads more than going to the radio stuff like that i think that's really really yeah, happened this year because people have less money now so they're like right why why wouldn't i put it onto some instagram story where you can actually physically see how many people watched it rather than like a radio station where people might be tuning into um some random radio station i don't know maybe yeah who knows it could be another year of the social media influencer well like even now we're really only hitting our stride well like i know it's let's practically call it day one but i mean Mm. we're only really hitting our stride now i feel like knowing exactly like now we're on spotify now we're on iTunes, knowing exactly what's going on. Now we know exactly we want to put out like an hour-long podcast and then like chop it up a bit as well and put out certain segments that people just want to know about the rugby or the MMA or the football. Now we're sort of like, right, this is what we're going to do, you know? Whereas I think like loads, like we also got on Instagram ahead of people as well, so therefore our following went up. Whereas if you're looking at people now, they're constantly just posting random shit because they don't know how to really use it. And they're like, will I be the coffee girl or will I be the pancake guy or will I be... Oh, I missed the bus again, dude. You know, I mean, people are trying to find their creative spark. Yeah, although it's, it is quite funny how like the most random thing can like set your fame. Yeah, like, I was looking at um, catch me outside. How about that? Because uh, yeah. you know the boxer Adrian Broner. Yeah, he was like sliding into her DMs, and she's only like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. And I was like, what? Because uh, I think it was on, I think it was on Facebook, and I was like, uni lad, like put an article about it. Yeah. But when I clicked into the article, I was like. She's got loads of tattoos and stuff. Like, I was like, if you actually don't know who she is, you wouldn't have a clue what age she is. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I was like, I felt a bit bad for him, but like, he probably actually knew what age she was because she is famous, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. If she wasn't famous, you couldn't be like, yeah. how would you not know I was 16? It's like, yeah. well, like, I don't know how many 16 year olds with like seven tattoos, yeah. like, showing th- them off. I think she also has like 20 million followers on Instagram. So you would have thought you'd be like, uh, yeah, who, do your research, but yeah, who's who's the, the his mate, Gervonta Davis? You could have been like, Gervonta, oh, yeah. well, who's this? He obviously True doesn't that. watch a lot of um, Maury. Dr. Phil. Oh, t- <laughs> is it Dr. Phil? Yeah, Dr. Phil. <laughs> oh, Maury. Geez, typical bars getting the show wrong. Typical me not knowing my daytime. Yeah, but like American looking television. like Yodeling Kid became famous. It's Yodeling. real like, it's real like yeah. the gold scale of Ellen Generous after making a viral video. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like this year is just going to, it's going to be big years for creatives. I think like me and Ross, like we do have a bit of a step ahead than other people because like we also are sort of creative and we've yeah. done a bit like courses in social media and and uh, radio presenting and uh like serious question for the about who would you rather meet yodeling kid or backpack kid 
Oh. Yeah, probably yodeling kid because it'd be cool if we dressed up as cowboys as well. Yodeling rather than like doing the floss. I think the floss is going to be left back in the last decade. Yeah, I know, yeah, but I don't know. I was trying to think the backpack kid, like, I'd like to meet him. I don't know why, but he has long arms. Like, how long are those yokes? Yeah, stretch, arm, uh, stretch Armstrong. Uh, Ross, we actually have met loads of famous people there in the last decade. I didn't even think of this. But um, is there anyone you think we might end up walking into this year? Or, yeah, this year. We'll go this year. Uh, well, I suppose we're, we're going to be Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Ben Ashran this year, like guaranteed, uh, as well as Paul Daly. I, I think like that's a cool way to start off. Um, yeah, I I always think you never really know who we're going to meet. Um, really, see this decade, people who I like to meet. Uh, I like to properly meet uh, Dana White. I think that would that'd be cool. Um, I would like to meet. I'd like to meet Conor McGregor and talk to him for more than like thirty seconds, if that makes sense. Yeah. Without with him being like, really fuck off and gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who the fuck are you? Yeah. yeah. Um. Again, I'd like to talk to John Kavanagh for about five minutes as well. I mean, I think that'd be cool. I think it's very feasible to do so. Uh, in terms of all the people I'd like to sit down, I wouldn't mind meeting one or two lads off the Irish football team and having an actual chat with them like a normal person i think that's something that we do well compared to some other people a lot of people when they meet a famous person like can you get a phone bye you know what i mean yeah. as opposed to we're like oh what's the story how are you getting on yeah how are you find that yeah. you know what i mean i think it's because we've like met so many famous people that like some absolute random was on fair city wouldn't really blow us away you know yeah i think so also not, not, not as if that sounds like a brag or but like uh, it totally isn't like I don't really feel like we get too starstruck by someone either. You but you I mean? don't. I mean, like certain people, I'm like, what the fuck? Like Roy Keane, I was like, I was like, please don't hate me. I think, I think <laughs> when I met when I met Bruce Buffer, I was like, I was like, that's gas. I actually found that like more enter- entertaining anything. Uh, when he when he introduced me on stage on that time in New York, when they were getting, giving me all my detail all my details, I I didn't realize that he what that was for. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because this woman just started asking me all these questions, and I was like, and she didn't even, when I was saying it to her, she was like, I don't know what that is. I was like, all right. So, like, obviously, like, brilliantly, like, we're off the beginning of the year with like, yeah. a few big things coming up. I think last year, was like, it was very, very slow, and we were like, I think we were speculating when McGregor was coming back from, like, months, and it was just, like, actually getting boring, and, like, t- discussing whether Paul Pogba will leave you, not all that shit. It was actually just getting repetitive and boring. But um, like there is certain things coming up that are going to be like like it's going to keep us on our toes as well because yeah. then like if we don't really have something big coming up in the week like we're almost like like we're like we're less energized to actually do the show we're like almost coming up with shit to come up with but um th- like I, I do I do believe like big things are going to happen this like not not like win the lotto big things but like like things that really put us on a step to maybe even put in a step a step a step. Like I think to this year, I think this is is this like our fourth year, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, is it? I think it was like October thousand. It was not October thousand fifteen. Maybe we didn't know. Maybe we're moving into our fifth year. I think uh, no. I think we did the course in October thousand fifteen. Yeah. Uh, well, the way I look at it is, what show number are we on? One hundred and seventy eight or something. Something like that. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, like so it, we. I know we did a few where we did two or three in the one week, but like on average, I say we're about four years in. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. crazy, but that's how it goes. But um, what's the sort of like the show? This show is obviously called uh, the Energized Twenty Twenty Vision. Ross, what 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 like after all that mumble jumble we've been discussing? 
and if you are new to the show, make sure to like, subscribe, and uh, stay energized. But Ross, what what is the Energized Twenty Twenty Vision? Before we start, like going into the world of sport and everything, you know, because I mean? like, uh, look, I think we have to, we do have to take it sort of each month or two months at a time. It sounds like a footballer, but like, what's your goal for season? It's like take each game at a time and try and win. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, you have to, yeah, you do have to take it sort of slow. Uh, obviously, it's important to have sort of long term goals and long term visions. Um, look, I think it'd be great if we have one or two sponsors of the show by the end of the year. That'd be a massive goal of ours. I think a uh, great opportunity for Icon to meet some new sponsors. Well, what, what exactly, if people are listening now looking to sponsor, what exactly would they need to give us or help us with? You know what I mean, I don't think we actually really need that much. To be no, honest. I don't. I don't like, we got a new stand. Like, <laughs> like, we got a new stand for the camera. Yeah. No, I don't think it's more so. I think they could give us money and we could promote their products. You know what I mean? I think True. that's probably the best way about it we have guaranteed um, audience we've guaranteed audience we have great we're on like so many different platforms yeah uh we have great following on instagram and quite loyal following on instagram as well yeah and also like if we were working with a brand we'd love to like constant giveaways of their products as well yeah we I mean, love doing the competitions by the way yeah no, i think that's my one of my favorite yeah. things to do i think yeah and I, d- I, think, I don't think last year i think we did at the end we gave it yeah but like tr- throughout the year we didn't really give away anything but we weren't offer that situation yes and i do also feel that we do a lot more giveaways than people with way more followers as well because it's something that we love to do yeah i do find it enjoyable yeah i I, I quite like being like oh who's gonna win and then you pick a winner you know what i mean yeah i I do find it very entertaining to do that for our own benefit i like the football ones as well because like it's out of our control you know what i mean yeah it's almost like uh it's a bit like a lot of isn't it it is a bit like a lot of yeah but only 90 numbers yeah exactly so it's interesting to do them uh look i think we're very open to listening to offerings we're willing to do stuff on a trial basis as well uh there's we obviously have a lot of five fans so if there is like five brands out there who are looking to sponsor us i think that'd be a great opportunity for them i think i think we're there for the taking if you know what i mean for (laughs) someone yeah but someone to offer us a good deal you know what i mean yeah yeah what's your take like, I, th- I think we could, like, two, two, re- like, it'd be, it wouldn't even be for a back pocket. Well, like, it'd be a, it, into Tio's back nappy pocket. But yeah. it'd be like, like, investing more, like, more, like, sort of like, like equipment. Put more production into the show. Is that better? Yeah, go again. Yeah, I think we put more production into the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. I that, that'd be more so my goal. Um, I don't know. Realistically, I'd love if we could get someone from maybe like a college student or something like that to work on our sound and video and audio or our sound and our video and just to like sort of maybe even guide us on a few things i think that'd be cool yeah and uh, maybe that's something we could look up into in the new year like what about guest wise uh, yeah, maybe, maybe if we, like we had like a like a pr person or something like that to uh, like almost arrange Interviews that people are really interested in, you know. Yeah, well, maybe that's up, up to us to link up with other management companies and for us to go and get the interviews with other people, and like to go on top of that, maybe, maybe we need to even do some interviews separately if it doesn't suit us. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe I know. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, you go out and interview someone, or I go out and interview someone. Maybe we need to arrange stuff that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard to know exactly exactly what is the right thing. 
I know yeah. that like like say if you went down and interviewed someone and it didn't go like not that it didn't go well, it just didn't get that many views or anything. Like that's not like a bad thing. It's just yeah. like it's you know, disheartening to go out yeah, next time. It, yeah, it's just it, yeah, but it's hard to know what is the right thing, not really the wrong thing. I don't think there is such thing as really the wrong thing unless you went on and said like you like interviewed some absolute racist and you're like, Yeah, I agree with you, man. You know what I yeah, mean? Like that's the only way it could go wrong. If you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, no, it'd be great. It'd be great to like, like, because we're willing to like interview people like from the like, comedians, mm. sports people to, well, like, like I'm, I'm not really like interested in getting like Vradka on, but like, I don't. Well, so, no, I actually, actually wouldn't want to get them on to be like, well, it'd be oh, random, like, yeah. But what's your day like? If you know what I mean? I, like, yeah. I have no interest in like. So, what's yeah. your view on the homeless crisis? You know what I mean, yeah. well, actually, I probably will be interested, but. I don't think our audience is like that's what they tune into us for. Yeah, it's hard to know. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't. It's more what the audience wants, because they, you know what I mean. I don't know. Yeah, but I think every week someone goes, "Why don't you get Conor McGregor on the show?" It's like, yeah. hmm, well, yeah. We asked him last week and <laughs> said no. Yeah, yeah. In the world full of like, see, that's the thing. Like, it, uh, unless we get that like certified blue tick, unless we DM someone, they're not really gonna get it straight away. Yeah. You know. Maybe we'll work on the blue tick for the new year. Yeah. Well, for this new year. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it's just... Like, I'm really... I'm Like, like for the people listening now, make sure to like and subscribe. But uh, what I'm saying to you now is, <laughs> like, um, like, I know that FICON event is going to be so big for us. Mm. That And, like, there's going to be loads of brands there that are going to be like, who the fuck are these guys? You know what yeah. I mean? You know what I mean? Well, it's a good uh, opportunity for us, so we just have to go I mean. there and represent ourselves the best we can. That's what I mean. Like, you know I mean? like obviously, I don't want to put pressure on it because, like, I don't see there's actual pressure on it because we we've, we've been doing this for so long. I'm not really like going to be like nervous. I remember we were once about to interview King Kelly, and I was literally like shit myself. I was like, what if I say something stupid? And he, Ross was like, well, you always say something stupid. So I was, it's grand. I was like, oh yeah, grand. <laughs> but uh, look, I, I I think we should maybe uh, have a look at the new year and look at the events and like discuss them uh, one by one. What do you think? Yeah, I think we should start off with the world of mixed martial arts because we have a massive uh, audience from there, so we might as well yeah. give the people what they want. So okay, hold on, let me take a breath first, right? What do you mean? Let you take okay. a breath? No, because this is where I'm going to chop up the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. If you didn't, well, know. I thought we would have done it about two minutes ago. No, no, but this is the part, right? Okay, so. Yeah, Conor McGregor is back on the 18th, isn't it? UFC 246 live from Las Vegas, T-Mobile Arena, Conor McGregor versus Donald Cerrone, 170 pounds. Yeah, Return of the Mac. He's back. Also, he by is. the way, that's going to be John Cavanagh's birthday as well, by the way. Happy birthday to Coach Cav. Barry... I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm very, very res- uh, excited for as what Conor McGregor uh, called the start of his season. Yeah. I really like the way he's calling it a season. So do I. I th- he, yeah. Sorry, sorry for interrupting, but like, is he, he's so ahead of the curve with everything. Yeah. Like, I have not heard one fighter being like, season. Yeah. And that's I, what it I is. I like it. I'm like, you fight for nine months, you take three months off, and then you fight for nine months. I think that's like the perfect way to do it. Uh, I also think McGregor's brilliant at staying active when he is in the fight game. I think a lot of fighters can learn from that. I don't understand. Like, the fighters don't realise that you don't get paid for sitting at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I have a lot of respect for Don Cerrone. He gets in the cage so often. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think he's in the top 10 UFC earners of all time now yeah. just due to the fact that he fights so often. Well, fighters could be injured as well and they also could be doing side projects as well, you know? I, I know I know a lot of them are, but I think 
when you get into the UFC, keep it going. Or someone yeah. sometimes like you come out of a fight relatively unscathed, and then you take a lot of time off. Yeah. Like if that was me, I'd be like, right, I've just done the fight camp. I've just knocked someone out in ten seconds. I should probably fight again soon while I'm in this good shape. Yeah, I'm staying relevant, man. Yeah. How important is it staying relevant in the fight game? Like, if you look at three people this year who had an absolute outstanding year, Israel Adesanya, like, he fought multiple times, he stayed relevant, he, you know, kept his face in the news and his body in the octagon. Jorge Masvidal, like, the absolute epitome of doing that. Yeah. And then, like, Henry Cejudo didn't actually fight as much as the other two. But, oh, my God, how how many times do you have to cringe at saying, bend the knee to triple C? You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't actually matter yeah. how often you fight sometimes. You can keep your name in the news. Look at Kobe Covington. Like, so relevant this year. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? That is what it's Being all about. Being relevant. Keeping people entertained. Ben Askren, for instance. Yeah. Ben Askren. Like, the epitome of entertainment. You know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't actually get much better than Ben Askren. Facts, but... But, uh... Barry, how, how much are you looking forward to UFC 246? It is a couple of weeks away. It's fast approaching. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's it still hasn't hit me yet. Like I think, like if I was to ask for a Christmas present, this would be it. Something like this soon, a, a, a huge show, like mm. something that really helps our audience. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me, helps our show grow a lot. So like it's it's like oh great, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm like but like it hasn't yeah, hit yet. It so hasn't hit yet. Tell me this. When you first heard the fight was announced, what were your initial thoughts? I was like, I can't believe Connor is taking on Cowboy Strong. <laughs> so you were like, you were delighted it was, it was back. Well, well, that, but also like, he kept saying Khabib's name and then he was also saying like Frankie Edgar's name and I was like, which way is he going with this? Like, I mean, like Khabib and Frankie Edgar, like two different weight classes and it's like, and then Cowboy's name comes out and it's like, oh, that is like the most perfect fight for him but the thing is if you look at Cowboy Cerrone as well Cowboy Cerrone is like right if I beat him we're off to the races yeah, yeah! Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely Uh Cowboy Cerrone has the most wins the most knockdowns the most finishes the most bonuses in UFC history he's an absolute yeah. animal of a fighter and I think it's the perfect matchup for McGregor as well he's going to fight someone who's willing to stand and trade with him uh, so he says 170 do you think that more favors Cerrone, or now that you've seen McGregor's new physique, more favors McGregor, or do you think it doesn't really matter because they're both sort of lightweights fighting at welterweight? See, that's the thing. It's it's one seventy. Um, I think like Connor looks brilliant at that weight. Like you know, what I mean, like I think one fifty five looks good as well. One forty five, he looks like uh, a piranha that need, need, hasn't eaten in a month. But um, I think it's just. It's perfect. For, it's perfect for Cerrone as well. You know, I mean, he doesn't like to make one fifty five that easy. You know, I mean, means he can't go on the beers. Um, I don't know. It's just. It's almost like if say if you go on to the UFC fight game, mm. the like EA Sports game, and then you, you're like, right, Connor one seventy, Cowboy one seventy. Let's go. It's it, it's almost like they'll have each other. They'll fight each other just randomly on the street, sort of thing. You know. Yeah, they're fighting almost that they're walking around way yeah. closer than they are well to their actual fight weight. Yeah. Um, it, it is an interesting way about it. McGregor seems to just fought here because he didn't want to cut the weight. And that's what John Kavanaugh says. Yeah. Do you think that's uh, good, though? Um, good mentality to have? Because I'm still on the fence about this. I don't know if that's... 
I am and I am not I think it, just seeing how serious McGregor's actually taking his training just from looking at him and obviously he's doing loads of weight training looking at his new physique and stuff like that uh, I hope I, I just hope he's doing a lot of road work uh, he's running those miles he has that gas tank because there's always that worry the more muscle you put on the less or the more fatigue you get faster and also yeah. putting at 170 I think Cowboy's less susceptible to the knockout at 170 than he was 155 pounds that's the way I look at it um, I think it might end up being the second or third round before you see a knockout just due to you know M- McGregor's straight left as seen against Diaz it doesn't carry as much at 170 yeah but also I don't think like obviously in the build up to the fight we're going to be going over this a lot more but I don't like Connor carrying that extra weight going into the championship rounds I don't see the weight helping him no neither, than not, neither do I just due to the fact I think only carrying that extra weight helps if you're a grappler and obviously he's not a grappler, he's a striker. Like those bigger biceps and bigger shoulder muscles are gonna be heavier and gonna carry more lactic acid going into the championship rounds than they do in the earlier rounds. Yeah. That's it's an it, it's just an extra interesting uh thing to the fight to the fight, really, isn't it? Yeah. And then last time Tyrone fought Darren Till, who's Southpaw as well. Thing it wasn't a good night for me either, you know. No, he he lost that one quite decisively. Um, look, I suppose you, you have to look at the Stroney fight. Um, I take I take you're gonna say McGregor's gonna win. Yeah, but I'm not like he's uh, like no fight is a gimme fight. You know, what I mean, you cannot yeah. be like Conor McGregor is definitely going to win because absolutely not. That's not guaranteed at all. No. Who knows? Like even in the fight camp, he could get injured, and you know, you know, Conor he doesn't say anything until after the fight if he's injured or not. You know. Yeah. Well, look, I assume he's going to win. I think you assume he's going to win. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you're not getting guarantees here that he's going to win. Who do you think he's actually going to fight next? Because from seeing him do that interview on the Mac Life, it was almost like he was like, "Oh, I'm actually not that interested in Jorge Masvidal." Do you think he's just saying at the moment to sort of? fob off that or do you think he is interested in Masvidal and that's where he's going to go next I personally think he's going to go for Gagey next Um, I, I sort of want to like pan out his season in my head I know but like almost in my head like before you asked me that question I would have said McGregor fights Cowboy then fights Masvidal then fights Khabib that's the three in the way like the three in the row that season if you could call it that but then is Masvidal meant, meant, meant to wait out, wait out? Is Masvidal going to be at this event to, for McGregor to be like, oh, I'm the baddest motherfucker in this in this company? You know what I mean? Yeah. That, like, you could picture him almost saying that. But then when does Conor ever say anything that you expect him to say? In fairness, he could go for Nate Diaz if he wanted to as well. You know what I mean? I know I, he lost Masvidal, but like, he could always like be like, right, I'll take that third Nate Diaz fight now. I know, but I I don't see him just knocking around with people with no belts, like th- with no direct path. That's why he, you, what you said about Gaethje would, would make more sense rather than going to Diaz. Oh yeah, well my personal uh, take is I I feel like he he's almost gonna be like, shoot up Gaethje. I'm gonna <laughs> knock you out as well, and then I'll fight. You know what I mean? Hold on. When's gonna be? I'm gonna check. You probably know it off the top of your head. UFC two forty nine in Brooklyn, New York. I think it's April. Well, there you go. That could be the one. Maybe, like he says, he could be ready. Stay ready. Uh, that's on April 18th. Yeah, UFC 249. Khabib is taking on Tony Ferguson for the lightweight title. So, like, if Conor gets 
what people are saying uh, early finish he could be on points to fight on that card yeah the only thing is I don't think he'll actually fight on the undercard on that card if that makes sense no so like, like he's, either, he's either main event or not otherwise in fairness you could see him at UFC 250 you know what I mean fighting Gagey yeah I wouldn't rule anything out just yet no. although like DC versus Dipe has to headline an event somewhere as well do you think he could fight Right, because he's fighting at 170. Yeah, he could fight Stephen Wonderboy Thompson for the nicest motherfucker title. Absolutely not. <laughs> I just don't see that happen. <laughs> oh man, that'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? Um, <coughs> who did Pettis fight after he, he fought Wonderboy? Oh, he fought Nate. Was Nate Diaz after that? Yeah, I think so. Oh, it was yeah. I was gonna say like that. Like if Pettis. Knocked out Wonderboy and then fought something else. No, was it not Tony Ferguson, nice. maybe? Tony Ferguson, I think it was. Oh, it? was it? Yeah, okay. I remember when he had to stop. Yeah, I, I was more of like, Pettis versus McGregor would be a nice fight as well to watch. Yeah. Just for like, actual fight fan fight. Yeah. It's just like, in the fight game, like, like especially when you're up at the top and you're Conor McGregor, you're not going to get like a few, you're not going to fight Cerrone and then fight Frankie Edgar and then fight Uriah Faber and then yeah. fight Khabib. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, right, one big fight, one big win and you're up there. Yeah. Look at Darren Till, he was like, Stone dead and then came back. I know he's next thing you know, he could be the next middleweight contender. Yeah, yeah, it's mad the ups and downs of the fight game, isn't it? It is, man. It, yeah, it is. It's up and down, up and down, up and down. Like it's uh, it's a madness. But uh, so we're both sort of thinking, I'm sh- let us know who you think is going to win. But uh, Conor McGregor against Cowboy Cerrone at the moment, I'm thinking Conor, he's looking very fresh. I just follow Cowboy mm-hmm. on my own Instagram there, just to just sort of stay up in his fight camp. Yeah, yeah see what he's up to. Yeah, I haven't really seen it yet, though. See if he's drinking any beers. Yeah, but like Conor, uh, the, the whole team, SBG, are over in Vegas. Yeah, did you see Shane? Yeah, Shane Mullins over there, yeah. Yeah. Fair play to him, what a legend. Oh, no, fair play to him, yeah, but I was like, he's not really that tall, though, is he not? Like, like you would have thought King Cowdy would be... Yeah, but I think, he's, I think he was a kickboxer, so I think that's where like, that yeah. sounds from. yeah. Well, fair play to him. Fair yeah. play, Shane. Shane follows the page. Over in the UFC PI. Yeah. Greg's over there, like, beside Dominic Cruz, and I was like, oh my God, he's actually so much bigger than Dominic Cruz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was oh, like, jeez. I can't wait that to see. Mad. Yeah, I can't wait to see the build up. Oh, the build up, you just. You're, you're yeah, just like, I can't wait for embedded. Yeah, yeah, it just gets you really, really excited. But uh, also, as we said, myself and Ross just applied for a media credentials for Bellator. Dublin, that's coming up as well. That's going to be headlined by James Galler. Uh, also, it's announced that James Galler is going to be going to Foycon as well. Uh, Ross win or lose he's on the booze what win or lose he is on the booze but uh, what, do, I, do you want to say a couple of things about Bellator Dublin that's coming up soon yeah so Bellator Dublin's coming back um, look Bellator always look after us really really well we love going to their events um, I think this time it's going to be a much better matchup for James much much more of a test I think Cal Elner is eight and two, yeah. so he was meant to fight him last time. Yeah, and a lot more sort of respectable record, one might say, yeah. um, than anyone he's fought recently. Uh, also, you have uh, Aaron Chalmers or Aaron Jordy Shore, as he's affectionately known, fighting on that card. Um, I think he changed his name on Twitter to Aaron Old Chalmers. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's Irish. Yeah. Um, who else do we have? Um, um Ryan Scope. R- Ryan Scope is fighting uh, Peter Queedy or Redzer, yeah. and then Peter Queedy's fighting uh, Brent Primus. Brent Primus, uh, former Bellator lightweight champion. Yeah, uh, that should be a great fight. Yeah, I think Richie Coyley's going to fight on the card as well. Uh, probably Richie Smullen, Will Flurry. So you're getting sort of all your Irish heads in there, 
and it looks like they're all five facing uh, stiffer competition than the last time. Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, I sort of like going into the Bellator fights when I don't know if the Irish person's going to win. Yeah, that That's atmosphere what, is just off the rails, Ross. Isn't, isn't it? it? Oh, it's brilliant. How? Okay, we just sent off our media like our credentials, and then I got in touch with the girl Holly who sorted us out last time. Uh, I'm waiting for her to get back in touch with us. I'm sure things will be fine. And then, do you think I should just fire off another email saying, "Hi, hey, uh, also, we could, we'd love to run a competition for you or something." Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'd love to give away two free tickets to Bellator Rum. I think that'd be unreal. Yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Um, then obviously, Foycon is going down as well the week yeah. after. That's going on a cork. I think tickets are still on sale, aren't they? Yeah. So Bellator is the 22nd. It's 22nd. Same night, Tyson Fury is fighting Deontay Wilder. And then the week after, it's Foycon. It's on a cork. Um, February 29th. February 29th. Like people leap that, year. The day of the leap. Uh, people are going Ben Askren, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, James Gallagher, Will Fleury, Michael Venom Page, Paul Daly, uh, Ian Gary, Charlotte, he's going as well. Uh, Spike O'Sullivan. Uh, there's more. We, yeah, I think Richard, we are going Richie Coyley energized yeah, the lads the lads were um, we, I think we might be doing like some competitions to win tickets and that on the way up to it but uh, yeah we'll keep you posting all that shit because it's, uh, it's going to like this year it's going to be it's going to be madness yeah it really really will be madness um, out of the entire lineup, I think sort of starts with boy I know MVP Wonderboy Thompson Ben Askren James Gallagher who are you looking forward to meeting most Ben Haskin. Just because he's funny. Just like the controversy he caused last year that I just... I can't wait to have a chat with him and see what the story is. Do you think he's fully retired now? Who knows? Give him a while off. He's playing disc golf. He could get a bit bored and want a, want a bit of a grapple. Yeah, I'm not too sure either. I think I think he loves that, that bit of extra cash he gets thrown on his way when he does a fight. and I think that might entice him back in. Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to beating uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Uh, he just seems like like such a nice guy. Yeah. That I'm just like, I can't wait to do the thumbs up and stand next to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The energy is thumbs up. I could have some of him on the show. But yeah. uh, if you're enjoying the MMA show, make sure to like, subscribe. Um, we will be back next week in the build up for UC two forty six. It's going to be great. It will be great. Okay, and then also myself and Ross were massive fans of the Irish rugby as well. Okay, I'm sure loads of people that are watching are as well. Um, we thought like it. The Irish rugby is back. The Six Nations is back on February the first, so that's in between all all the them events we just discussed on just earlier. But um, myself and Ross were sitting down there and we were like, right, who should be Ireland's new captain? Because we have a new head coach, Andy Farrell. Um, myself and Ross were like, right, and Rory Best retired obviously at the World Cup. Yeah, Rory Best retired. People didn't know. Yeah, but um, it's four years until the next World Cup. I think it's on in France, isn't it? You sure? I actually think it's a bit a bit all over. I think I'm actually not 100% sure. I think it is in France. But um it's a while away anyway. Yeah, it's 4 years away. Don't worry, we'll have 4 years to check it out and make sure the flights are not going to the wrong place. Um but uh we were like, right. What's going to be what's going to be Andy Farrell's first like point of call? It's going to be like picking who his next captain should be. Who's going to be his right-hand man, Ross? Um I think we should go over maybe who the, po- the candidates po- are. the candidates are, Ross. Yeah. Uh, look, I think the two obvious candidates for this year's Six Nations are you could have Johnny Sexton or Peter O'Matney. I think they're sort of the leaders in the squad at the moment. And like you put the, them right at the top, yeah? I, well, I think they're the obvious candidates in the team right now. 
Okay. But I think but can, can I tell you one thing? Because yeah. when they won the Grand Slam, yeah. Um Peter Manny and Johnny Sexton both held up the The trophy. The trophy together, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Um look, I think in terms of longevity and in terms of who's gonna be the captain going forward, um I think maybe Tyg Furlong could be a possibility. Uh, there's a lot of talk of James Ryan being a possibility. I think what's really important when you're looking at their captain, obviously Pete loves that idea, when you're looking at that captain is who is almost a guaranteed starter and then from there onwards you have to pick your captain. There's no point, I've seen so many teams where you pick the captain and you're not even too sure if that person should be starting. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think, and also, are they important. going to be there for the next four years as well? Exactly. But exactly. how, but how important is that Ross as well? The four, be knowing that they are going to be available for the next four years. Well, I think that's why Brian O'Driscoll was made captain when he was so young that they were like, right, he's a leader on the pitch, and he's young. He'll be there for the next while. Make him captain. Yeah, but he was also like an extremely special talent as well. But you could if you argue, if you didn't know. Yeah, but you could easily argue Ty Furlong's an extremely impressive talent. I agree James with that. Ryan's an extremely impressive talent. You know what I mean? I agree. I with think that. between those two, that's where I'm looking next for captaincy. I feel like there are two people who have their uh names absolutely nailed down to that team sheet. I know, well then um but how do we Well in fairness, you can pick someone else. Do you know how you like you you don't have to be like yeah, let's, let's go them. let's go over them, right? Let's go over them, right? So we we'll start off with Johnny Sexton, obviously, right? Yeah. The main man for an answer. Um in four years' time, like as we know at the moment, he's almost like do you think he's really gonna make the next four years? If you ask him, he'll probably say he will. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like competition is uh hotting up so much for that O half jersey in Leinster. Uh like let alone Ireland. Like Sexton's there, but like Ross Byrne is obviously batting down the hatches there. He played brilliantly against Northampton and he was also brilliant when he came on against Northampton. Ross Burns, Harry Bur- Ross Burns' brother, Harry Burns, also in the and so is Kieran Frawley. They're all absolutely excellent choices that they have. And then you have, uh, obviously, Carty over in Connacht, and you have uh, Carberry down in Munster. You know what I mean? Like, there's plenty of competition for that yeah. position. And I don't think Johnny Sexton is going to be the person in four years' time, just because he's so injury-prone. And the way he plays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about it today and I was talking to one of the lads in work and all I was saying was, what do you think about Johnny Sexton coming in and getting that position even though someone's playing week in, week out and playing very, very well? Someone like Ross Byrne who plays week in, week out for Leinster, playing the Hunting Cup games for Leinster. But as soon as Sexton fits, like right bench board. You know what I mean? Sometimes I almost think you should stick with the consistency. I get what you mean, but it also comes down to the, the, people, the money that has been paid to these guys and also the experience as well and like people's jobs are on the line as well you know what I mean it's like oh who do I pick like for instance remember Harry Kane had to start mm. for in the Champions League final yeah. even though he was injured but it was like and Lucas Moore scored a hat-trick the week yeah, before but that's the thing but like the, well the situation they're in now is because obviously the Six Nations starts on, on uh, February the 1st Johnny, Johnny Sexton's going to be out to possibly March so yeah. do you think that's also going to jeopardise the, the possibility of him becoming captain as well Probably on this occasion. Or do you um, think that could be a cop-out? Because maybe maybe uh, Andy Farrell's sitting at home being like, right, thank God he's injured because I want to pick James Wright, for instance. And also, supposedly Joey Carberry broke his arm today in training for Munster. I'm not sure if that's true or not. So Tony's posted that as well. So. Um, 
look, I actually think the more I think about it, the more I think like James Ryan seems like a solid pick. Uh, I always think it's good to see a forward as a captain. I think it's sort of you lead by example in the forwards. You know what I mean? It's more of an intimidation factor also. And the way I look at it is James Ryan seems to be constantly on the pitch, and yeah, that's that's what you're sort of looking for. You know what I mean? I think you go into a full camp with Johnny Sexton as captain and then next thing you know he's injured after the first game then you have to pick a new captain for the rest of it. Yeah. What What even, even what about the possibility, right? Say if you pick Sexton for the next two years. Yeah. And then... What, as in, ha- J- then have James Ryan's voice captain? Yeah. And then, like, if Se- say if Sexton didn't... Oh, unfortunately, if he didn't make it the next couple of years then James Ryan is just being groomed and ready to go. Because you never know... If you gave it to James Ryan straight away, other players from different provinces could be like, oh, why is he ahead of me? You well, know? I think he's ahead of most people on skill level alone. Um, well, yeah, but I mean, he, maybe at the, the elders, like Peter Manny, for instance, like, I mean, he could, like... Yeah, but Peter Manny's going to be captain no matter what, whether you give him the armband or not. I know. That's who he is. But Munster are playing, like, so poorly compared to the other provinces at the moment yeah. that I almost think his starting position isn't guaranteed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... If you just look at the Leinster back row, like the amount of players like uh Caden Doris, uh, Max Deegan, um and then obviously have Van der Fleer and Reese Rook. Like all these players are like competing to get in that Irish squad in the back row and fight for their jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah, but ju- yeah, but- no one's guaranteed a, b- a starting spot in the back row. Yeah, I know, but like I, I totally get what you mean, and I know they're 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 stacked with the six, seven, and eight positions. But just because there's not many people competing in second row doesn't mean you shouldn't be like, all right, well, he he will be there. So well, come I, on. I think there is you know? massive competition in second row for the other starting spot. If that makes sense. True. You know what I mean? Like I think Old Dylan got injured there, but uh, you know, like Ian Henderson there, Ross Maloney. Like there's loads of players who are like competing for that second second row spot. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. James Ryan has that one nailed down. And I don't think Andy Farrell even ruled out Devin Toner being in uh, uh, back in intention to start alongside him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and again, with Ty Furlong, I feel like he's the, the best number three in the world. So therefore, he's not an option for captain. I just don't know. Why? Personality-wise. Why Why wouldn't he be? Ty. Or, 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 or even Keen Healy. Yeah, but I think Keen Healy's 31 also, and he's on like the, sort of the... The latter side of things, he'd be thirty-five by the time the World Cup rolls around. Yeah, but he I did say he did say he's aimed to make it, make it. Oh, absolutely! Up. But Johnny Sexton said the same thing. You know what I mean? Uh, they're both they're more injury-prone players, and I think Keane Healy's brilliant. I think he's better now than he's ever been. Uh, but I think less often than not, he plays eighty minutes. If that makes sense, James yeah. Ryan sees play eighty minutes quite a lot. Yeah, and it's. I, I personally think it's better to have your captain on the field for the full game. You never really see James Ryan do that many interviews, do you? Not a hell of a lot of interviews. And it's it. Do you not think this is a lot of pressure to put on a young man's shoulders as well? Yeah, but he seems to thrive under pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at, a, at his young age, he's already won the Six Nations. He's already been to a World Cup. Uh, he's already won the European Cup. You know what I mean? Like, if that doesn't scream, scream thrive under pressure, don't know what it does. Yeah. At one stage, he'd won his first 24 professional games before he even lost the game. Like, if you put up his win-loss r- record as a rugby player, as an MMA record, jeez, you'd be saying he's won the GOATs. Yeah. The more you say it now, I think James like I think James Ryan will get it, the more you're going on about it. Because yeah. Also, he's from Leinster. Like, Sexton, uh, Furlong. Oh, I just want to press that. It's got no battery. 
Go on, keep going. Yeah, Sexton Furlong, uh, Keane Healy, they're, they're all around him all the time, so they would I don't think they'd be like, why is he getting over me sort of thing? Uh, well, I think they'd be happy for him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think if you were bitter over someone else getting captain, you probably shouldn't have been captain. True. You know what I mean? Like, you, you should just want what's best for the team. That's a good point. And if you're going to put your own needs ahead of the team, well then, maybe you weren't the person to lead outside. So you think you think he's going to get it, yeah? I think so. I think it's a good shout. Uh, Leinster are on absolute fire at the moment. Like yeah. every time I, I watch them play, they're putting fifty points on someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they scored like over forty points against Northampton twice, against Ulster, against Connacht. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. all, you know, the other team was up for those games a lot. You know what I mean? There were, you know, two interprovincial games and then uh, European Cup games against the team that's winning the English League, and they trounced all of them. Yeah. So if you're gonna go in order. Like so, who do you think will get it? You th- you think James Ryan definitely will get it, or is he a person you want? No, to get he's it? a person I want to get it. Okay. Um, I think leading into the Six Nations. No, I think I think I think James Ryan will get it. I think Andy Farrell has to come in here and make a statement. Yeah. And if he wants to play safe, just give it to Peter O'Mahony. I mean, no one's going to yeah. ever go terrible decision. I know. Oh, yeah. I mean? yeah. See, that's so, what I was thinking, Peter O'Mahony as well. But yeah. he hasn't really excelled there on the last wall as well, and. Yeah, oh, yeah I, like I think he, he hit such a, a high mm. that I don't, I don't think he like went, but hit that high again, especially in the World Cup. You know. Yeah, I, I think the World Cup scored a hard to judge because everyone was poor in the World Cup. Yeah, but I don't really think he's gonna like make massive changes out of the team as well. I know no. he dropped Kearney out of the squad, but uh, Jordan Larmer, like, I mean, what a man to come into that position yeah. as well. Oh, he's absolutely brilliant. Um, I, I just think it's gonna be interesting to see how, how he does play. Yeah, as an overall Andy Farrell, what sort of tactics he's going to employ because it seems like uh, Joe Schmidt tactics were going stale by time World Cup rolled around it's almost like he showed his hand too early isn't it yeah yeah I think so yeah. so it'd be very interesting to see but look the Irish will be seen hot enough like there's no tomorrow yeah yeah it's uh, it really is exciting like already um, Leinster have qualified uh, looks like Ulster going to qualify as well Munster Connacht are struggling a bit but yeah. we'll see how they get on we'll see how they get on but uh, we're obviously going to be doing way more rugby stuff in the lead up to the Six Nations as well. Uh, we're really looking forward to now actually seeing who do you think actually will be the future captain of Ireland. Um, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I, I think it's going to be Peter Manny, but you yeah. think it's going to be James Ryan? Okay, we'll be interested to see. Uh, I know we didn't get to talk about football in the show, but I tell you what, we'll probably do is we'll probably have. Uh, a heavy football show in the coming weeks uh, with all the transfers the January transfer window Um, at the end of the day I think it's just like Liverpool are winning the league by so much that yeah. what else are you supposed to talk about you know what I mean yeah. um, so Ollie we'll, in yeah. Ollie out Pogba in Pogba out we'll, we'll get back to that when it's uh, when there's a bit more a few more talking points really you know what I mean yeah I think the, the, my only question about the football is Baz do you think Liverpool will go the season unbeaten I feel like the talk like in, was, the, in the Premier League yeah yeah I, I, I'd I, say so. I, I feel like that like question took a very long time to be asked when they were like sixteen wins, one draw. Yeah, I, I think people didn't want to blow their beans on like that question, and then they have mm. nothing else to talk about for the rest of year. You know? you I'm sure that. someone from Liverpool will probably betting anyway. Yeah, at the start of the season. Yeah, but uh, I think that's sort of all from us. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this show. I have no real idea what the start of the show was about, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure you guys got some entertainment value out yeah. of it. Uh, thank you so much yeah. for it's listening to, to us. Uh, great to be back new year first show of the year and um, do give us a thumbs up do subscribe and 
As always, Barry, stay energized. energized.